right, everybody, it is the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. We're here. We're back with another episode of Batman Shenanigans. Bat Shenan Bat Shenanigans? Bat Bat I don't Bat Shenanigans. Ah, either bat way. Bat Nanigans. Uh, <laughs> I am Jeremy Holman. Uh, I remembered to introduce myself this time. It's crazy. It feels weird. I'm never doing that again. You're just gonna have to wonder who the hell this voice is. With me as always is <laughs> Matt Salgado. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for that kind and uh, excellent introduction. Excellent. Be excellent to each other. Excellent. How do you yeah, feel man. about a new, uh, a new Bill and Ted? I don't think we've talked um, much about that. Yeah, you know what? I don't think we have brought this up at all. Um, I'm interested in it. I was a fan of watching the original Bill and Ted's um, way back in the early 90s. I think uh-huh. I, was, I was... I mean, we were young when those first two movies came out. I remember seeing the first one on video and i liked it a lot and when bill and ted's um bogus journey Mm -hmm. came out i went to the movie theaters i went to a movie theater called park twin yep and right around the corner from my house yeah i watched it over there uh, it's a community little theater now yeah now and a a church apparently oh really interesting the snake charmers probably (laughs) I got my snake oil from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing. Y'all do you. If you want to, if you want to charm some snakes, that's, I'll go right hey ahead. Now. Hey, now. You want to charm my snake, charm, Matt. Charm my snake. <laughs> that's what this whole show is about. It's just me trying to do that to you. We started this five years ago as a wrestling show just so Matt could get in my pants. Yeah, it's taking me this long. Oh my god, what am I doing wrong? Two two formats, and we're still here. Two different formats, <laughs> multiple hiatuses. And I would I would have given it up I for am, a frosty and a junior burger. I am persistent. I haven't had dinner yet, so that sounds good. So it does, doesn't it? <laughs> awesome stuff. So, uh, what have you been up to the past week? Work! God damn it. That's about it. That's all I'm ever up No fun? To. Enjoy that, because I probably you, popped your eardrums. You've been a little You've been a little busy uh, selling stuff. I know. I cleared out all my uh, wrestling action figures. Not all of them. <laughs> I've got, I got a few left. I got one, two, three, four, five, six left in box that didn't sell. But I sold nine yeah. or ten of them, I think. Um, we'll put it this way. My... Uh, my next Xbox, if they if they're shooting around the five hundred dollar price for a um, for a Series X, it is paid off. Yeah, you just gotta pay out of pocket for the game. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta buy a couple games, and I may not be done. I'll sell some more stuff to pay for those too. Yeah, you got plenty of pop funkos there in the background. Uh, those aren't going anywhere. I don't think those are my Marvel those ones. ones staying. Yeah. I don't really. Those are Marvel ones that I liked that oh, I, I yeah. kind of held on to. I purged all the ones that I didn't like a long time ago. Paid for a Disneyland trip with that. Um, at least gas and part of the hotel, not the actual part, because fucking I had to give blood and a kidney and a testicle <clears throat> to pay for that. Really? Get injected with measles and COVID. <laughs> test. You're a test patient. That's all you I'm are. I'm a test patient. As long as it, as long as it cuts down the price of Disney tickets, Jesus. <laughs> and yeah, how, are not, how are those not discounted right now at this moment in time they're not even being sold right now i already yeah. looked it up um 
because I figured I thought they would be discounted. But what they're doing is they put a halt on any sales. So if you already had tickets, um, you can get on a, a reserve website and reserve times to go and reserve days to go. So that way they don't overfill the park. Um, but there are no new ticket sales happening. So it's only for the people who had bought oh, wow. tickets and didn't get to go while or when this stuff shut down. And I think it's only Disney World that's fully opened back up. Um, Disneyland was supposed yeah. to open back up and then California shut back down. Pretty much, yeah. I think I, I, even the one in uh, China had a, I think, re-shut down. Ch- say it right. So China. 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 With the Y. China. He pronounces it like it like he's talking about the wrestler. <laughs> the China. wrestler. China. 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 <laughs> Big fan. Big, tremendous, tremendous fan, tremendous wrestler. Trem- tremendous fan of her work she, after the WWE. She would, she would make a great cabinet member. I'm talking about the work she did on her back. That work. Uh, and not counting the three the one counts. Night. The one night. The Let one night. <laughs> her She-Hulk. Her oh, version of She-Hulk. Oh, oh. Is it bad that I've seen that? <laughs> <laughs> if you know who China is, I think you've all seen that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you. Yeah, I just, I just think it's a thing. I've had one night, and I can't do a good Trump. No, it's tremendous. Trump can't do a good Trump. He's an idiot. <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving on. Hey yo, <laughs> hey yo. So uh, that's awesome. So no gaming, just a lot of selling. Uh, I did, I did play some games. I play. I mean, I'm still here and there with. Um, Call of Duty. I'll pick it up and, and poke at it from here and there. Um, Animal Crossing, like a motherfucker, of course. I'm on that mm-hmm. grind to five stars. I just set up. I built like I built this huge area with tons of waterfalls and, and inclines and stuff for my um, museum. So it, it looks really cool. I have to share a picture of that when I'm done with it. Um, but today I put a bunch of mats down and put a wrestling ring with old school WWF logos all around it. And I set up a bunch of blue steel guardrails, and I'm building an incline. It'll be done tomorrow that comes down from a cliff, so it'll be my entrance ramp. And I set up a bunch of floor lights so it looks like a uh, wrestling arena. Um, <laughs> so I forgot I had done this. Uh, one of my wife's friends is playing, and she wanted to come to my island to buy some stuff. So her and my, wa- my wife came to my island. They're like, oh, we want to check out your house. So they went into my house and started walking around, and then I just hear her friend just can't catch her breath. She's laughing so hard. I had forgot. Um, I had unlocked a video camera with a tripod, so I went and put it at the foot of the bed in the game. And her, <laughs> her friend walked into the bedroom and saw the tripod pointing at with the camera pointing at the bed. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. That's right. I did that. Um, uh, but, yeah, I've just been playing some of that. My wife... Uh, kind of got me into a game. We watched a trailer for it, and the second, the sequel to it just had a trailer uh, released for PlayStation Four or PlayStation Five, excuse me, and, and Xbox Series X. Uh, but I got into Hellblade: uh, Sinua's Sacrifice. It's about a Viking. Um, still real early in, so the story's real confusing. Um, but she's taking the head of someone close to her who died. I'm sure I'm butchering the story a lot. To back to hell, um, to Helheim. But the story, like the gameplay, it's all about like mental health and her like delving into madness. So the game, the screen will blur and stuff like that. If you play the game with headphones on, you can hear the voices in her head through your headphones. 
Like, they'll be whispering into your ears and stuff while you're playing. It's really... And there was some mental health professionals who worked on the game to kind of, like, nail that feel. Um, I can tell you I'm having mental health issues playing it because it's frustrating as shit with some of the puzzles. And my anxiety will peak. And I'm just like, I'm fucking done with this game. But the second you get into combat, it is so much fun. So, uh, I've been playing through that. My wife is into that kind of, like, that Viking stuff. So... I'm, I'm trying to... I really want to go back and play through a lot of the Assassin's Creed. Uh, the last one, Odyssey. But I'm afraid if I play through it and finish it... Because I'm about halfway through and then I stop playing. But I'm afraid if I go back, I'm going to get burnt out before the new one comes out. And then I just really won't want to yeah. play it. So I don't want to risk that. Um, but uh, we watched... We've, we watched some shit this week. Oh, I watched um, The Old Guard on Netflix. Did you get a chance to watch that yet? No, I didn't. I liked it. A lot. It's based on an Image Comics uh, comic series. Um, it stars uh, Charlize Theron. It is a really, really good movie. Like I, I the trailer looks good. It looked all right, and I was like, okay, this is just going to be kind of generic. And then I watched it, and there's there's an when you watch it, you don't have to sit through the credits, but there's an after credit scene like immediately when the credits start, and it teases a sequel and. God, like, I was really excited for a sequel to this movie. It stayed really grounded in some of the stuff it did. Like, none of them have any crazy powers, like, they can't fly or heat vision or stuff like that. So there's not a, a ton of, like, over-the-top special effects. The biggest thing is they can't they can't die. Her, It's her and a group of people who can't die. So, like, if they get shot, uh, bullets will just kind of come back out of their body and they'll heal immediately. Um... So there's not a lot of crazy over-the-top effects for them to do. So it stayed really grounded. And they played as like a mercenary, like a SEAL team kind of thing. Um, so I, I definitely recommend it. I, I enjoyed it way more than I expected to enjoy it. And I guess Netflix is kind of getting into the realm of doing a lot of superhero movies, too. They, there was a trailer for a Jamie Foxx one that's going to release in a couple weeks, I think. Where it's it's kind of like Limitless. Like with the pills, they give you the the high or whatever, the powers. Like you take a power and it unlocks the like the latent superhero abilities inside you. So like some people will get like will turn into the human torch. Some people are are can fly. Some people will have heat vision. Like so all these people are taking this underground drug and he's trying to stop it. Like get it off the streets. Uh, it's with him and Joseph Gordon Levitt and the tra- I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up. But the trailer looked really really good. I was kind of impressed. I was like okay Netflix is. I think Netflix knows the situation that everybody's in right now like you got a lot of um studios that aren't bringing anything to the table because of covid and their whole thing i mean what makes netflix money is you staying home so they're trying to bring some heavy hitters to the table and solidify their place so i i don't know i thought i think they're they did a good job with the old guard um i know there's some other stuff on netflix there's a another series that just dropped to uh friday called cursed it looks like a, um, it's with the the girl who played the lead in 13 Reasons Why. And it's like a medieval style show, um, but based around magic and them trying to drive out witches and magic and stuff. It looked really good, too. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I downloaded, I downloaded the old guard to my phone so I could watch it when I had a chance. Um, since that's pretty much the, this is what's, um, on my download list waiting for me to watch. Um, First up, I have the old card. Um, I still have Extraction with um, with uh, with with Thor Hemsworth. I heard that wasn't Hemsworth, that great. Yeah. 
Um, I still have a few. Oh no, no, I did. I need to clear out my Umbrella Academy episodes here, and the first episode of Warrior Nun I need to watch, and a movie that um you brought up in our chat, um The Assignment. <laughs> I have that downloaded to my, fa- to my phone. Are you going to waiting, watch that? Waiting for us, waiting for me to watch it. I don't know. Waiting. We're gonna decide if we're gonna watch it for the show. Oh, for just like gonna watch it to see how I'm gonna watch it to see how bad this movie is. Talk about what this movie but, is. Um, um, let me pull up the notes here on the assignment. I'm just gonna bring up the, I guess the plot. But, uh, yeah, the summary. The assignment starring Michelle Rodriguez, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Tony Shalhoub, directed by Walter Hill. Uh, this movie came out in 2016. I just barely heard of it now. Um, I know. But uh, <laughs> it states, Waking up in bandages, contract killer Frank Kitchen seeks revenge on the surgeon who performed gender reassignment surgery on him without consent. So I assume... I watched the trailer. Jesus. The surgeon was played by Sigourney Weaver. Yep. And Frank Kitchen uh, is Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, so in the trailer, Frank kills somebody. For a movie, I think Frank kills her brother or husband or something, and this is her revenge. And she's like, "I'm gonna." uh, I I can't remember what it was, like what her reasoning for it, but it looked fucking stupid. (laughs) It just looked dumb. I was not like I read that. I could. I can't believe that that's a thing. Um, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that this is even a movie. Um, but I think I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I think your brother said that it was supposed to uh, come out in theaters, and then cancel culture got a hold of it and shut it down. <laughs> well, yeah. And now I can't believe it made it to Netflix. Nobody should be should have been subjugated to this monstrosity of an idea of a movie, right? But it happened. Um, oh, I, you know, I, I had some notes written down because I didn't really watch too much. Um, or no, did I play very many video games myself? Um, but I did write some notes down. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I forgot to, you know what I forgot to bring up last week? I, I don't know if I, I don't think I brought it up, but we had talked about, um, Apple taking the chargers out of the box and taking, Mm -hmm. uh, headphones out of the box. Looks like Microsoft might be taking a page out of Apple's book. Um, um, there's a rumor that the new Xbox, at least the the Lockhart, the Series S, will not come with a controller. The Series X will, but the rumor is that in the lower model, the Series S, that they are going to ship it without a controller. Dumb. Yeah, I think that's a little ridiculous. And I kind of that I, is dumb. Maybe I get it for the Series S. I mean, because all it is is an, is an Xbox One X, essentially, like the one that's already out, the one that I have, the one that they just discontinued. Um. So a lot of people might transition up, and your old controllers and stuff can move from it. But it it seems like that's more of a critical item than a charger. Because granted, speaking of which, especially uh, yeah, especially when you spend sixty bucks on that versus twenty to thirty on a low end charger. Right. So going back to Apple, um, so we had the rumor leak of a possible no charger in the box, but apparently, apparently. Um, Apple is redesigning the charging cable to be a braided cable, which Thank God. breaks less often. So the same people who leaked the no charger also leaked this uh, supposed um, 
supposed Apple rumor that we're going to be getting a braided cable or iPhone 12 users would be getting a braided cable with the new their new device. Um, have you seen, um, also speaking of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, have you seen the amount of disk that they're sending for a local install if you're not downloading the game via the internet? No. The DVD box comes with 10 DVDs <laughs> to install. Son so if you live in bitch. an area, if you if you have a computer worthy of playing this game, because it's, it's a game that takes really, it's going to tax your system. It's a really high-end game. And if you live, if you happen to live in an area with bad internet that you can't imagine or envision yourself downloading 100 gigs right off the bat, you can buy the box that contains 10 DVDs, and that'll 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 have all the updates up to that moment when the game is released. So I'm guessing you can Good still Lord. like play part of the game now, like demo it out a little bit and download the rest of the game. So, um, but yeah, so 10 DVDs. <laughs> the thing is too now. A lot of PC builders don't put optical drives in their yeah. computers. So people don't buy optical drives anymore. So good luck finding an optical drive unless you're using an external one. Even then, it's going to take a long time to install that game. It'll probably yep. take you just as long. It'll take you just as long to install that game, changing the disk in and out, if you're downloading 100 gigs off your... like off of 50 gig down internet or make down internet. You know? It'll take you just as long to install that game as it will for you to figure out how to take off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, did you see that, uh, star Wars had, we had some star star Wars news this week. Uh, yeah. are we, we talking about the bad bunch or is that the, the, what the bad, bad batch, batch got announced for, yeah. uh, got thought, announced for Disney plus. I thought it said bad bitch the first time I saw it. Yeah. I was like, okay. I think everybody okay. did. Everybody going did. with, um, <laughs> Is this the spinoff like for uh, Ahsoka? Is that what it's called? Clone Wars. It's the spinoff, I believe, with Clone Wars and Ahsoka. But um, more so, with the, there was a group of clone troopers that were definitely not this, the same type of clone troopers that we were used to. There was uh-huh. like a three-episode arc with the, with the Bad Batch, which was really good. So it'd be good to see their adventures. Maybe it happens before or maybe after, after Clone Wars, but I'm interested to see that. Uh, we're talking about next-gen systems. Amazon has completely updated their PlayStation 5 listing, or their Sony PlayStation listing with the PS5. So if you guys want to see more specs, go look at Jeff Bezos' website that he doesn't pay taxes on. <laughs> uh, uh, Jurassic World 3 Dominion is resumed full production, apparently, um, which is pretty exciting. That's one of the few, I think, films that are actually being made right now. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard was showing some bruises that she's gotten on set. Um, nice. They look pretty gnarly, so like she's doing a few of her own stunts. Um, did you see that article about the army tricking people to enlisting, uh, by enlisting people through their Twitch app? I saw something about this. Yeah, so um, an app on, or an article on uh, Kotaku.com, the army, U.S. Army has a Twitch channel, and on it they were <laughs> literally fishing uh, for potential recruits by like having like a contest so you would supposedly get this like u.s army branded xbox controller but when you would click on the link instead of like being a form to fill out for the controller it was literally a form to fill out to enlist holy shit yeah so they've gotten a lot of like flack for doing that um they had like yeah it was they had a guy i don't it's, i guess he has to be a recruiter 
because, I mean, you have to be a recruiter to be able to pull people in. Um, according to The Nation, the giveaways, which took place repeatedly in chat, offered viewers a chance to win an Xbox, Xbox Elite Series 2 controller. Clicking the associated link, however, would send viewers to a recruitment page with no additional mention of a contest, odds, total number of winners, or when the drawing would occur. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody's been dogging this channel. So, um, Jeez. yeah. Like, could you... <laughs> That's and horrible. you thought and you thought Doctor Disrespect was the worst thing on Twitch. Yeah, the U.S. Army man, pretty bad. Uh, what else did I have on here? Oh, so Peacock is launched. I saw that. NBC, I haven't downloaded yeah. it yet. Have you downloaded it? No. So not there yet. is no apps. There's no apps for the for Roku users, Roku users, or Amazon Fire users. So oh, wow. for whatever reason, they're like left out of the dust. I'm a Roku roku users so i don't have it i downloaded it to my phone but i've yet to watch anything on it the only thing that did play was the nbc uh world news which like played automatically which was pretty cool because i'm watching everything uh, i'm streaming on sling so i don't have access to local channels right off the bat so that is kind of nice to have that option to watch uh to watch uh nbc i don't know when i'm going to do it but <laughs> but apparently the office is going to move there next year sometime so we'll see what yep, happens so and that's um, when you got to start paying for it yeah apparently people are having a hard time too trying to like cancel it they, they there's a lot of people that think they already have to pay for a peacock because they think office is already there yeah. so they've already switched over to watching it and it's not there yet so it's dumb on their part but oh well and uh burger king cows will now fart less <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Look at my invisible glass. I'm holding a glass up. You can't see it. Um, yeah, nah. there's a um, Burger King cows will fart less now. They've been switched over to... Even see, you haven't seen any of this, like, media... Like, this, like, viral... Or not viral, but, like, this huge push on social media for them to, like... Like, pushing out this formula that they've developed so that oh, cows oh. can push out less methane. They're... Their farts, the burps, and poop will now contain less methane. And this is due more to a lemongrass-based diet in the food that they eat. They receive all the same nutrients and actually receive more antioxidants by switching to this different diet. And on top of that, they made the diet open source, which means it's free for everybody who's in the same nice. business to copy this diet. So they're not charging... Or changing up the formula. They literally have a YouTube video detailing the exact makeup of what the cows eat. And I watched it all. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't eat I at Burger King that often. Too. I don't eat at Neither Burger do King I. very you often. You know why? Because it gives me neat. the farts. Mm -hmm. So, in that case, yeah. Because usually you eat the Whopper and then you have a few Whoppers later on. Um, Ew. <laughs> so... Like, that's better. Like, if it's good for the cows, it's better for the environment. It should, in theory, be better for you. So you should also be putting out less methane yourself. Uh, so good on Burger King for wanting to make people eat healthier burgers. I don't know what difference of price this will do for the meat, but um, I can't tell you the last time I ate a Whopper. That wasn't um, an impossible Whopper. And I'm not even strictly vegan or vegetarian. But the last Burger Whoppers King makes I me ate, feel sick always. The last Whoppers I ate were 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 the Impossible Whoppers, just because I wanted to try them and I ended up liking them. So whenever I was trying to like, I was trying to eat a little bit cleaner. I was trying to eat 
you know, if I wanted a hamburger, that I knew that was my option. Great. So um, I'm I'm back to eating like garbage, but uh, I'm still not yeah, me too. Eating. Yeah. When I eat a burger, I eat a real burger. I'm not exactly proud of myself. Yeah, that's but. me too. I'd rather make one than or get one from a, a sit down restaurant than go get. A I fast get one food from one. a sit down restaurant. I hardly ever get fast food burgers, but um. And unfortunately, we can't sit down in a restaurant. Not that I was going to sit down in a restaurant anytime soon, but well, I've been I'll ordering a lot of curbside. <laughs> yeah, never... we always get it. We always, we always get ours to go. We never go to restaurants. It's we haven't gone to a, like a we haven't gone to a restaurant since I think Noah, my my youngest, was like it was maybe like she's probably like four months old. So it's been a good while. We always um, get takeout anyway, so this didn't change. Yeah, we get takeout all the time. <laughs> No difference there for us, but yeah, so <clears throat> that's what that's what I do for my burgers. So that's all the. Oh, and then we had a big uh, Twitter Bitcoin scam leak, which you saw all the verified accounts and weren't able to tweet for the for like a whole day. I saw that. I got a good kick out of. Yeah, I was able to tweet, but I'm not verified. So <laughs> I'm not verified. I can do what the yeah. fuck I want. Yeah, I thought that was highly highly hilarious. So that is your. Uh, your your news nerd uh, news your news in the week yeah, geek, your geek news. news your geek week all over the place there yeah so awesome stuff so we watched Batman Forever Ugh. and Jeremy already hates himself I you know I was excited to watch this movie and I wasn't excited coming out of this movie <laughs> oh no <laughs> what about it uh, were you excited? And why were you disappointed? I think I had nostalgia for this movie. And that's a lot of what I hung my hat on. Um, I remember liking this movie a lot. And again, I, I what year did this come out? 1995. This came out in 1995. So I was 13? Yeah, 13 when this movie came mm-hmm. out. Um, so it hit at that core, like kidding me you know what i mean like it just it hit that right time when i was reading these comic books i was playing with these toys like it was it fell right in the right spot i put i put together a model of this batmobile um and i don't i know i've seen it a ton of times but i don't know that i've seen it in the last 10 years probably um but it did not hold up it didn't look good at times it wasn't written well i'm 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 kind of interested in the fact that they don't really show these movies that often anymore they don't they really don't the more you think about it i've been i've been resorted to um renting these movies online yeah um and i looked to see who possibly had batman forever and i typed it into sling and sling was gonna said it was showing on tv but on tuesday and i was like that does no good for me now i gotta spend money to watch this movie um, <laughs> but we kind of got gypped. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Um, uh, Twilight is fully is available to all Prime members free to watch at this moment. Oh fuck! And I off. paid. I paid. I paid for the entire movie. I had to pay for a couple bought, of them. I bought the bundle. I bought the bundle on on iTunes. Oh god! <laughs> Seriously, and that's what's gonna happen with this. This will show up on HBO or some shit afterwards. But the bundle was, I think, twenty bucks. So it was literally like I was paying four dollars a movie. So it was pretty much like I was renting them anyway. But I bought them digitally, and they were twenty bucks. You might want to go back and look. <laughs> I just saw your your face. No, I just thought of something. Face. Yeah. 
so yeah, so Batman Forever came out in 1995. It was directed by Joel Schumacher Tim Burton did not return to direct this movie. He is listed as a producer. Um, I think he was just more there to. I don't. Even, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wasn't there every day on the set. Maybe not even one day on the set. I think he was more just. He would have to be. Producer. He was in the movie, wasn't he? Where did you see him in the movie? Because I thought I did see him, but then I was like, "That's not him." Is he not the doctor in Arkham at the end? No, that is not okay. Tim Burton. Well, they that even referred. He looked at like him. He had that wild hair, and they even referred to him as Doctor Burton. That might be an homage to him, but that was not Doctor uh, Tim Burton. Okay. Uh, he is not a doctor. He's a crazy person. Um, it's a sequel to... It's a standalone sequel to 1992's Batman Returns, the third installment in WB's initial Batman film series. Um, Val Kimber comes in. He is replacing Michael Keaton. Um, we also got Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Nicole Kim, and Chris O'Donnell. Michael... Ga- or, and Chris O'Donnell um, joining the cast this, this movie. Around, this go around. Um, this is the last of the Joel Schumacher films, or just of these movies... To actually feature a like a prominent Bruce Wayne girlfriend in the next movie, you have I can't even remember. It's it was a model who played his girlfriend, but she didn't even she didn't really have like factor into the movie that much at all because I think Alicia Silverstone came in to kind of right. take that away. Um, we see uh, Harvey or uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Um, and the Riddler, so we have two villains again, which um, started to become sort of the habit going into these movies. So it's not just having one villain, but having multiple villains. Um, Gotham City looks a little bit more bright this time around. Still has a little bit of a Tim Burton feel in some areas. You um, know what I felt seeing it is it reminded me more of the animated series Gotham City. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a scene where they did like it's an outdoor it's an outdoor scene in the middle of the day. Bruce Wayne is driving to the police station to go talk to Nicole Kidman's character, Chase Meridian. Right. And that scene stood out to me because I don't ever remember seeing such a bright daytime scene in any of the other Batman movies. Um, no, nope, not once. Really, yeah, yeah, really out of the place, and it looked normal. That was the thing. It was like we're so used to Gotham being like really over the top and looking sort of normal or uh, not normal at all. Um, like this one, it was full of like neon colors and it wasn't gray and dark blues like the Tim Burton movies. Um, right away, we get an introduction to Nicole Kim's character, Chase Meridian. Like they waste no time bringing her in. Um, what did you think of Nicole Kidman's accent? Uh, it was so when you. I couldn't tell what she talk, was trying to do. Did it not seem like that was her actual voice? I mean, it's not her actual voice, but right. is it? Po- I I don't see any notes yet, but I always feel like the AR for her voice was really really off. Like the dub for her voice, to me, just did not match up her character. Knowing I agree. and seeing other movies with like of with Nicole Kidman, like it just like I'm like, who is this character she's trying to play? It didn't. Yeah, didn't match up at all. I wonder if they made her um, go back and redub a lot of that. Well, they—I mean, they did, but it sounded just as bad. Uh, the film was released on June sixteenth, so we're about a month off from um, the twenty-fifth anniversary of this movie. Yeah, the twenty-fifth anniversary, twenty-five years ago. This movie's twenty-five years ago. Um, the film received mixed reviews, with criticisms directed towards the CGI, Kilmer's performance, costume designs, and tonal departure from the previous films. 
appraising the visuals of performance of Carrie and Jones. The film was followed by Batman and Robin in '97. Uh, uh, the late Joel Schumacher also returned to um, do that movie. Um, so Sal Maroney was a character from the comics and even, I believe, from the cartoon. He has a quick little cameo here. So for right. comic fans, that was kind of cool to get a, you know, a little bit of a comic universe interjected into it, into this. And he's the guy that throws acid onto um, Harvey Dent's face. But I always had an issue with Harvey Dent as Two-Face in this movie. Not that he was over the top. Not that Tommy Lee Jones didn't do a good job. I think he did a great job with what they were told him to do. Mm-hmm. But I always had an issue with his face being, being perfect, perfect line yes. down the middle. Like, they should, like, there was something about the Nolan Two-Face that I loved. Well, it was kind of like scattered and broken a little bit. They made him look a lot like the animated Two Face. I feel like this this movie because the animated series started in 1992, so I feel like this movie tried to take a lot from the animated series. Like I said, the city when you look at it, it's uncanny. It is the city like when they have that shot where they're coming in over the water and then coming down into the into the city itself, and it's real CGI. It is it is exactly like the cartoons in the animated series. So I've and if Two-Face in there was the same way. He just he had that split right down the middle and then it was painted on the other side. So I I feel like that's what they tried to go for, but I know what you're talking about. Like it looked like an actual scar in the Nolan movies where it was kind of jagged and splotchy and then you could see the tendons and stuff in the in the chin. That was perfect. That was good. And my wife was even pissed when she was watching it. She's like, "This is so terrible to watch just with that perfect line <laughs> down his face." It just drives you crazy the entire time. Um, which is kind of funny because in, in like other than in this one they gave him the split personality. And then you never really delved into Harvey Dent that much in this movie. Right. But in everything else, once he became Two Face, he That was, was the just, single personality. That was he was like no personality. That was like in in fact it was actually like that part of him that was buried deep like deep inside before the scarring happened. Once the disfigurement happened, then his true personality came out. And we had Harvey Dent Two Face. Um, in the comics and in the cartoon and in uh the Nolan series. Um so in this one it's a little bit different. He has a split personality. I wasn't a big fan of it, but um overall what do you think of Tommy Lee Jones' performance? Um, Two Face, as this Two Face in this universe, because pretty much all the villains in these movies have different origins. They, so it's kind of the same thing as as um, Penguin in the last movie. Like I don't necessarily like the way this character was written, but I feel like Tommy Lee Jones did the best with what he could do. He was chewing the scenery every chance he could get, though. Like it was a little over the top acting. Um. But I feel like that's I don't think what they've told ever seen. Do. We've ever seen a film or a film, but a uh, a portrayal like this from him ever again. Like, exactly. This like is, this is the most ridiculous he's ever been in anything. Yeah. Um, and then we got an introduction to uh, Jim Carrey as Edward Nigma, aka the Riddler. Um, he's just this lonely tech guy working on a new TV device, and he gets shot down by Bruce. And this time I caught it. This time I caught what he was trying to do in the movie. 
um, this entire time where he was obsessed with being exactly like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I never caught that watching the watching these movies. I don't think like I did back either. When I was a kid, even maybe a couple years ago when I rewatched this on TV, I never got the idea. I never got the hint that he was trying to be exactly like Bruce Wayne. Like there's a there's a party scene and I'm jumping ahead, but there's a party scene where he's launching um the box and he is dressed in the same suit. He has the same haircut the same tie as Bruce Wayne. Yep. And Drew Barrymore's character says he looks better in the suit than he do. Yeah. Um, there's even a scene where later on in that party scene where Bruce is talking to Edward and Bruce pulls out glasses to talk to, which I always thought it was funny. Like, why do you pull out your glasses to talk to somebody? Oh, he pulls out his glasses, puts them on his head. And then Jim Carrey or Edward Nigma pulls off the same exact glasses and wears them at the same time yeah. and takes them off at the same time when when Bruce takes his off. I never got I never picked up on that. I I thought that was hilarious because in the main sort of like kickoff scene for Edward Nigma, um, Bruce sh- shuts him down. He doesn't want him to make the box. He's concerned about brain waves and interfering with them and Edward's like, you're supposed to understand. We're supposed to be the same. Which, I don't get how he thought. Like, is Edward Nigma's parents dead, too? I'm not too sure. But, um... I think he just thought they were both visionaries. Yeah, yeah. So, um... But it, it, how is Bruce a visionary, though? Bruce just inherited all his dad's money. Yeah, but he's he's also kind of like a Tony Stark type of character. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. he's an inventor. He's he's put all this money into his Wayne tech and stuff like that. So I could see where where he... Enigma is, a, is an inventor, too. So that he's kind of aspiring to be like Bruce. Like, he wants to be that big, flashy playboy inventor, too. Yeah. Well, I guess in this series, I mean, it's not even established that Thomas Wayne... I mean, he was rich, obviously, because he had Wayne Manor. But we don't even know if he was Dr. Thomas Wayne right. during this, you know, as he's in everything else. But, um, yeah, so uh, Jim Carrey as a Riddler, what do you think? Um, Jim Carrey is easily the best part of this movie. Yeah. By this is far. at the height, of, the height of Jim Carrey mania. Like, there was, like, a good three years there where yeah. Jim Carrey was just Mask, like Ace Ventura, like, yeah. he fell into that, yep. Yeah. Once Ace Ventura came out and... People love that movie, and then he got the role of the mask, like then, which was his first, I think, comic movie was the mask. Um, but then he kind of, kind of got stuck being he was being typecasted in those roles of, you know, these over the top wacky guys, you know. So it took a while for him to break that mold. Yeah, right um, here, his three movie string ninety. Oh, they've <clears> got these out of date. Yeah, no, no, they don't, because Batman Forever was 95. Um, Ace Ventura and The Mask, both in 1994, and then his first movie in 90... And then Dumb and Dumber, and then Batman Forever. Yeah. And then it was the sequel to Ace Ventura, and then Cable Guy were the follow-ups to that. So that was right there, like you said, in that run of where he was the hottest thing, Mm comedy-wise, in Hollywood. People did not like Cable Guy. Did you like Cable Guy? I love Cable Guy. I love Cable Guy. I remember people were so like weirded out by that movie. But uh, I, I it's probably, uh, I think, in my opinion, it's Cable Guy and Eternal Sunshine are my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Yeah, 
I really love um, his portrayal of Andy Kaufman. He thought he did a great job. Man, that I was mean. really good too. Um, so much to the point where he was Andy Kaufman on and off the yep. set, which drove people crazy. Which he drove people crazy on this set too. He yep. drove Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones, Jones in crazy. particular. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones did not want to have anything to do with um, with Jim Carrey when he was on when he was not on set and would only. <laughs> only work with Jim Carrey when they absolutely have the film scenes together. So we got the introduction of Two-Face and the Riller. We get the introduction of uh, the Flying Graysons, um, which is one of the actual few origins that they keep true to comics, which is the Flying Graysons. Um, Two-Face does not kill his family in the comics, but uh, similar murder fashion, I, I would have to say. Kind of how yeah. they had the Joker kill Bruce's parents in the first in the yeah. very first movie. Um, so Dick watches his family, or he doesn't watch his family. He's saving, he's saving the circus. He he disposes of a bomb, and when he comes back, he comes back to see that his family has been. Um, uh, they fall into their deaths. Uh, Two Face shot up at the trampeze, I guess that's what you call it, and they all fell when they were trying to save uh, save everybody in the thing. Um, <clears throat> Two-Face wouldn't have killed everybody, but he was asking uh, Batman to reveal himself, which you had one scene, and one scene only, where Bruce Wayne just says, Two-Face, I'm Batman. But he doesn't even really say it that loud. And there's a bunch of people standing up screaming, and he's like, Two-Face, Harvey, Harvey. Harvey, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And he's standing right I, next to Ch- Chase Meridian the whole time, yeah, so I look to my wife, I was like, I'm how the Batman. fuck would she not hear that? Yeah. So it's like he, like, hey, my con, I, he did it for his conscience to say that he tried to help, essentially, is the way it came across to me. Like, I know in earnest that's what not what they were after, but come on. So we get the introduction of uh, Chris O'Donnell as Dick Grayson, um, orphan taken in by Bruce. Um, much to his surprise, they have a lot more in common than he thinks. And um, my most cringy Dick Grayson scene. Chris O'Donnell scene is when he's doing his laundry. The laundry. So stupid. <laughs> I don't get the point. Especially when he when he takes the pants or whatever and whips them out and they wrap around his leg and then he, he like uh your rings them now. Wet. So and the floor. And then he the goes to mop and he's just like swinging the mop around like it's a bow staff. He mopped the floor, but if you if you go back and you watch, there's water all over the washer dryer. There's water everywhere. everywhere. It's splattered <laughs> everywhere. He didn't even clean the rest of it up. He's like, hey, Alfred, that shit's yours. Hey, Al, leave that burger yeah, he calls and him onion Al. ring for me. Hey, Al, leave that burger and onion ring for me. Yeah, and then they um, go into uh, what looks like Jay Leno's garage yeah, with all yeah. the cars and motorcycles. Yeah, that was a little bit before, but yeah. Um, so I like that um, he's trying to get into that door. I like you know what I did like in this movie that they did do the multiple entrances for the Batcave. Yeah, like he had one at Wayne Tech or Wayne Enterprises. Like he could sit at his desk at Wayne Enterprises and say, "What was the desk? Chair. I think it was chair, yeah. chair." Or something. And the, I don't know. Yeah, the 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 whole the hole opens up, and then you see him like going what? through this tunnel. What happens <laughs> if what happens if he's there talking to somebody and he's like, oh man, I just can't stand it. Uh, can't it's so uncomfortable. What's so uncomfortable? My chair. Whew. It just goes the out. Sitting, <laughs> the sitting apparatus that I am in right now. Oh, my, your chair. My, boom. boom. <laughs> there he goes. Ejected. You fucking moron. I like the. He I would like just codename it with his mom's name, Martha. That's what Ben Affleck would have done. Martha. 
Um, Martha, I like initiate the, Martha I like, protocol. I like the mile per hour readout that you get, like on the, like, like I think it's is it reflecting then, off his face? Yes, and then yeah. they show Alfred show up on his screen, and Alfred reflects perfectly on his face, so it looks like Alfred's head is on his body. Yeah, it's so it dumb. Like, it's it's very like I, I see what they're trying to do, and like you see it later on, like in the Iron Man movies, like you see like the face like being protected the from the, stuff, yeah, yeah 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 it didn't work out. I mean, they did what they no. could. Um, oh, do you remember there was a part early in the movie where um, like it kicks right away into uh, Bruce Wayne jumping into the Batman suit because we get a lot of Batman in this movie, right? Um, compared to like the first, even the first movie. But um, we get a lot of Batman, and right away Alfred tells Bruce, "Do you you should at least take a sandwich?" Yeah, that, that was remember? pretty funny. So, yeah, you, and he was like, "I'll get drive through." Do oh, you remember? Oh. Do you remember the commercials though? Yes. that tied into that. I don't. I don't so, think I remember the commercial. Was it Taco Bell? It was. I think it was McDonald's or Burger King, but it tied in. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is Taco Bell, but. It was so tied in, like those two scenes. Yeah, as soon I as I heard it, this, I flashed back to the commercials. I thought that I thought that scene was in the movie, and <laughs> I was upset that it wasn't. <laughs> but I was like, "How do you get the Batmobile into drive-through? You're gonna clip that ten foot max height, like easily." Batman Forever drive-through McDonald's commercial. It is McDonald's. on YouTube. There we go. Yeah. So he says, "I'll get I'll get drive-through." For some reason, we only get. We we don't get a like a major McDonald's ad placement, but you do see it when Dick Grayson is driving the Batmobile. There's a giant M, like, but it's not a sign. It's not like, placed high like a sign. It's like literally placed on the ground. Yeah. Um, we get a we get a uh, a quick reference to another superhero city. So with the idea that yep. other superheroes do exist, um, with Metropolis being mentioned. Um, so um, I wonder if the idea was when they did this, when these movies, because Tim Burton tried doing the Superman movie. I'm sure that was already in talks after he decided he wasn't coming back to Batman. And this was around the same time, I believe, like it was late 90s, there was going to be a Superman Nick Cage movie if those movies would have existed in the same universe. Um, so that was cool. That was a little, like, it, like I, I forgot all about it. It made me pop. So I did I. Excited, like, I was like, oh, cool. So we're li- we, Batman in this comic universe exists in this. It's over the top, so it would make sense that Superman would exist in this universe as well. Um, go back into the Wikipedia here. So Edward Nigma is stealing people's brainwaves, gaining all their information. Eventually, he's going to use this. He breaks into Two Faces' lair, um, convinces him, "Let's use this technology. We're going to figure out who is Batman because that's what you want, and I want to make all this money and be as smart as I can be." So they both work together. Um, oh, oh, until the very beginning of the movie. How annoying was that security guard? Oh, my God. I just, the guy sniveling point, security guard? Yeah. I was just like, just let him die, man. Just Nobody's going to care. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then, Hold on. And then, yeah? <laughs> it's boiling acid. <laughs> And then there was a there was like a Gotham socialite in the scene later on when Tommy Lee Jones break uh, or uh, excuse me Two Face comes in and interrupts the the Wayne Tech launch party where they drop in from the ceiling and the guy's pointing up going oh look and it just reminded that's, me so much of the bad acting from the beginning. that's the same guy is it I thought so that's the I, same thank guy thank you thank you I thought so apparently John Farvo is in this movie what where. 
He's in the credits. He's in the credits. I don't know who he is. I did not see him. I could not pick him out. I didn't. I watched this movie. I I had kids running in front of me, but I don't think I was that distracted not to notice him. But he is listed in the credits. Um, I saw it on the main credits. I googled I John Favreau, and the first thing that came up was John Favreau Batman Forever. There you go. Let's see. I don't know. Like I can't pick out who he was in this movie. A goon, maybe. Drew Barrymore is in this movie. Um, yep. She's one of Two Face's girlfriends. Um, I say one of because he has two girlfriends because he has a split personality. Um, the other girlfriend is Debbie Mazar. And um, what were their character names? Sugar and Spice. Thought so. Um, because uh, I collected the tops Batman Forever cards, and I got one of these cards, and I hid that card. <laughs> Why? <laughs> So I could keep it for later. All right. Ed Beagley as Fred Stickley. Um, I laughed when he got killed. Um, I got a kick out of that. Um, Dr. Burton, who you were thinking was Tim Burton, was actually Renee Aubergenoise. I don't know who that is. Um, the guy, uh, the bank guard, uh, was played by Joe Grafassi. Graf- so, uh, John Favreau played one of Bruce Wayne's um, entourage in the scene where they, where he was meeting oh, with, okay. with Nigma at the beginning of the movie. Did you catch who the mayor was? What's that? Did you catch who the mayor was? The mayor? Is yeah, the mayor got them. Yeah, no, the mayor got them. That wasn't John George Favreau. Wallace. Oh, George shit. Wallace. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to that. He has one line in the movie. He has one line in the entire movie. And it's at the circus scene. And he's yelling at, at like, Two-Face, like, what do you want? What do you want to, you know, like, what are you doing here? He gets up and he yells. And I was like, I never, I saw it. I was like, is that George Wallace? That's you're <laughs> George right. Wallace is, is in this movie. He is the mayor. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of cool, uh, I don't know, just random actors in, in this movie. Um... Of course, Batman wins. He foils foils the plan, figures out the plan. Um, this is more delving into the psyche of uh, this went more into like the psyche of Bruce Wayne as Batman, which the movie was trying to be a little, trying to be a, a little bit more deeper um, going into. We didn't get the reflective Batmobile, the Bat signal. So maybe in between movies, Bruce was like, "I'm gonna take down this signal. People are gonna probably think I'm Batman." Right. <laughs> Um, how'd you like the introduction of the Apple Watch before the Apple Watch happened? <laughs> I laughed later? about that when, yeah, he's video conferencing with Al- uh, Alfred, Alfred on there. I pointed out he to my took, wife, I was like, look at this fucker. He took the car. He took the car. The, the Bentley? Bentley? <laughs> no, the other car. The black car, <laughs> sir. So, um... The, the the hilarious thing is Batman kills Two Face, and this is a he kills a lot of people in this movie, indirectly and directly, because um, I don't see how you could throw coins at Two Face and not expect them to fall off that. Beat. Yeah, I know. Um, he throws coins and Two Face dies in perhaps the dumbest way possible. And then when he lands in the water and his goddamn hand is holding out Terminator style, the coin falls in his hand, heads up. Yeah, but. That could have been one of the coins Bruce or Batman threw. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, of course it, it was probably most likely one of those, but it's still yeah. fucking ridiculous that it lands in his hand. I always, I always loved the coin. I loved it. I loved the coin in the Nolan series because it was a, it was a two-sided coin. One, yeah. it was both of them were heads, were heads. So it always, it, like the the idea was that he made his own luck. But yeah, once I he thought turned that into Two Face, one of one of the sides stayed fine, and the other one got all scarred up. Yeah, and um, I always liked that Two Face because he flipped it. And one time it uh, it's when he it's in when he's in the limo with Eric Roberts, and uh, he flips it and Eric Roberts is like, okay, I'm fine, and then he flips it again, and um, he's like, well, what are you doing? He was like, your driver isn't that lucky, and he like shoots the driver in the back of the head, and the car flips. Yep. And uh, yeah, I always got a kick out of that. So, um, uh, what do you think of uh, Chris O'Donnell as 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 Robin? I fucking hated it. I yeah. hated Chris O'Donnell so I know much this in was, this movie. I know this was the idea that this was supposed to turn him into a huge star. I think he nope. did this movie. He had done Three Musketeers before and a few other movies here and there. I think he died in a movie with... Um, what's that movie I'm thinking of? Fried Green Tomatoes. He was in that movie. He dies in that movie because he gets his boot stuck on the train track. Um, yeah. Hilarious. Um, hilarious. <laughs> but uh obviously he is didn't blow up as he probably thought he would and now he's just on ncis los angeles with the local jay um right you're not doing too bad for yourself um val kilmer is bruce wayne aka batman i think you said this is your favorite portrayal of bruce wayne uh i lied no this is not my favorite portrayal or portrayal of bruce wayne oh. i think i said um <clears throat> baffleck was Netflix was, oh, I, I going back to Jim Carrey, being wanted to be Bruce Wayne when he paints on his mole. Oh yeah, that was my mole. He puts on, that was my mole. So stupid. <laughs> Another thing I didn't catch when I was when I was younger watching this movie was the painted on mole. Um, so so what was your what was your I'm sorry what was your opinion on Val Kilmer again in this role? Uh, I. <sighs> I don't know. Kind I guess broken. I was kind of jaded. And again, I think um, nostalgia held a lot for that. Because I remember, like, my thoughts before watching this is like, I think I liked Val Kilmer in this movie. I hated him as both Batman and Bruce Wayne as I watched this. He was a terrible, terrible Bruce Wayne. I liked Keaton way better as Bruce Wayne than I did Val Kilmer. Um, and don't forget, this is, I thought we didn't get nipples on the bat suit until. Well, we did. Yeah. Until the next movie, but it was this movie we got nipples on the bat suit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. And it was on least... the second. It was on the second suit reveal. It was. It yeah. wasn't on the suits we got at the beginning of the movie, but it was on the. Suit. Yes, it was. It was on the first suit. I thought it was the on the first time he. Suit. Nope. The first time he meets Chase Meridian, it's on the suit. <clears throat> oh, I didn't notice. I just remember seeing the butt, the scene with him like turning oh, God, his butt it's around. So stupid. And then it zooms in on his ass. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Do do you think that was the stump butt? Nah, probably. I don't even think that was on it a was person. It was Alfred's ass, I bet. I don't even think that was on a person. I think that suit was it just was on, a mannequin. on a mannequin, and they just turned the mannequin around. It was on was a silicone it. sex toy, so that way they had yeah. to jiggle. But um, Val Kimmer, and then uh, we already talked about Nicole Kidman. Um, this is probably, um, out of the three we've watched so far, my least favorite. Bat chick, Batgirl. Yeah. No, Bruce well, w- or Bruce Wayne's girlfriend. Yeah, I. I mean, our movie all not together. Not on Nicole. 
No, just movie all together. Like, um, yeah, I didn't enjoy I, this one. I, I, I was in the same boat as you. I thought I, I thought I liked this movie a lot more than I did, but apparently, rewatching it, I was just like, it was. Oh okay. no, it hit. I, its... I didn't, I didn't dread it as much, but I didn't enjoy it. Like, I didn't have as much fun as I, as I did. This movie hit year. its demographic. Obviously, we were yeah. both 13, 12 years old when we watched this, and we remember liking it. So it, on the verge, on the verge yeah. of liking girls, you had Drew. This is one that I rewatched more as a kid. Yeah, I think so too. I think, and I think too because it was probably more accessible to rewatch via like, I'm sure. Yeah, it just the budget on it was crazy. I owned the soundtrack um, to this movie when it first came. The out. soundtrack was cool. People tend to remember "Kiss from a Rose" for the soundtrack, but I like the U2 song way more than "Hold Seal's Me, Kill song. Me, Kiss Me, Throw Me." Yeah, yeah. I, and I like the video to that. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the video at all for it, but it's a pretty cool video. The budget for this movie was um, one hundred million dollars. It only made three hundred and thirty-six. I say only, but compared to I think the previous movies, it only made three hundred thirty-six point six million dollars. It still broke. I mean, it still did pretty good. Um, it was the sixth highest-grossing film of nineteen ninety-five. Um, I don't even know what came out in '95. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't remember. Um, I'm gonna look it up. <clears throat> music, uh, soundtrack. This soundtrack was commercially successful, selling almost as many copies as Prince soundtrack to the 1989 film. Only five of the songs on the soundtrack are actually featured in the movie. <laughs> Man, '95 was a good year for movies. Uh, okay. Clueless, Seven, Showgirls, Batman Forever, Desperado, Jumanji, Braveheart, Heat, Billy Madison, GoldenEye, Waterworld, Major Pain, Casino, Tommy Boy, Friday, Apollo 13, Mortal Kombat, Toy Story, (laughs) Crimson Tide, 12 Monkeys, Hackers, Bad Boys, Judge Dredd. So there's some GoFo alums in there. Dangerous Minds, Tank Girl. And some possibly some uh, future gold future yep. on there. Um, I think Species. we need to watch. I think we need to watch Waterworld. Oh, don't you fucking do that to me, Johnny Mnemonic. I, I, you know what? That's another movie too because I remember loving Johnny Mnemonic, but I always, like I, I think I've, a lot of people have torn that movie apart like since. Yep. Then. But um. So yeah, uh, did you catch um the R and B? all-female group in this movie they had a quick no. cameo who so when chris o'donnell is driving the batmobile i knew um, that that's who you were gonna say it was gonna be is that group of women yeah you don't know who that group is no i didn't catch who was it it's in vogue oh shit okay yeah it was a group of women that called him bat boy yeah <laughs> hey money train was also out in 95 i like money oh train. with wesley snipes and um woody harrelson and Woody Harrelson. That was the second movie they did together, right? Tu Wong Fu. Man, 95 was a good year for movies. Oh, and then there's Dark Man 2. Oh, you said you said it was a good year for movies, but like one of the first movies you said at the very beginning was Showgirls. Was Clueless? Oh, Showgirls? <laughs> hey, hey, I remember wanting to watch that movie a lot when I was that age. It was not worth it, man. No, it um, wasn't. Uh, going back. Um, okay, so I had some quick um things, like some little trivia things. Batman Forever notes. In an article from Variety.com, apparently a two-hour and fifty-minute darker series version of this film exists, including a scene where Harvey Dent escapes Arkham Asylum. 
um, there's also another scene where Bruce Wayne. It's not during the box, but Bruce Wayne is um, having like a, a like a nightmare sequence, psychological dream sequence, where he's that bat that we see, um, that giant bat that we have. Oh God! Um, yes. It talks to him. He talks to the bat. Uh. Um, that's not in the movie. There's an extended sequence of the Riddler infiltrating the Batcave. And the majority of the ver- this version's added runtime focuses more on the emotional toll and psychological aspect that led Bruce Wayne to becoming the, the Batman. So a lot more of the movie. So it, in theory, like um, they said, the idea that the movie probably would never that version of the movie would never be released, but um, that some of the scenes already exist out there in the form of extended, uh, extended or deleted scenes. How did you? I think this is the first one we got too, like where it showed Arkham Asylum. Which I was. It is the very first. I, of the show I was Arkham happy Asylum. that we got Arkham Asylum represented in movie form. That was pretty neat. So, awesome stuff there. Uh, so that was Batman Forever, and we're rating these movies are based out of five. Out of five bat nipples. Bat nipples. Ah, yes, we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> how many bat nips do you give this movie? <laughs> Fucking how many were in there? Two. That's how, what two. this movie gets. Um, one and a half. One and two. a half. I'm gonna go two. You're going full two. I'm going two. Jim as Carrey well. makes it a two. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey could have pushed this movie to a three, and um, almost it almost happened. But I really I enjoyed his performance, but the rest of the movie, I, and I enjoyed Tommy Lee Jones' performance. I enjoyed both of those performances from them from those two guys. Those two guys carried the movie the entire time, and I really enjoyed it. Um, so there we go. We got one left in the tank, man. One left in the bat tank. This is the one I'm dreading. Did you hate the vehicles? Did you hate the vehicles in this movie? Or did you kind of like them? I know you don't like the Batmobile. When I was younger, I really liked this Batmobile. I put together the model for it and stuff. I hated the hubcaps in the Batmobile. And even the models and stuff that you would put together in the toys didn't come with that that glowing bat signal hubcap. Um, I did... What I hated about this... Batmobile, it wasn't so bad for me until uh, Chris O'Donnell takes it for a joyride and that fin opens up. Yeah. That's where it oh, when lost he's, me. I was like, that's when he's stupid. Bouncing it, when he's bouncing it like a lowrider, I hated that. Yes. So like, why stupid. Did the, why yeah. are the, why I mean, is the guess, suspension so screwed up? Well, I guess the hydraulics there exist because it goes up on that root, that wall of the building at some point. Stupid scene. But One of the worst Batman even scenes. There? How do you even know it was there? And then what do you do once you get up there? Once you get up on that roof? You just ro- reverse back down? Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, the Statue of Liberty's in Gotham. Oh, oh yeah, right. we didn't talk about that. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty's in Gotham. There's this a movie was dumb. <laughs> That's why we both gave it a 2 out of 5. Um, so we got one left in the tank. Jeremy, I guarantee you. You're going to like this next one more than forever. Don't tell me that. No, I think you will. I think you're going to like it way more than... I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Oh, we didn't talk about Holy Rusted Metal, Batman? Oh, well, you had to throw in the classic Robin. Holy Rusted Metal, Batman! Huh? And then Batman was so stupid right there, too. He goes, huh? And he goes, the metal. What are you talking about? It's rusted and full of holes. Holy Metal? Oh. (laughs) Like, those are his two lines. Huh? Oh. (laughs) He did not have a good Batman voice. Falcon did not like sucked. I did not like him smiling when um he went to go visit. Oh, Nicole came in, chased Meridian, sleeping in bed. 
this just throws us off to the idea that all women sleep naked in bed. That's what my wife said too. My wife's exact words were, "No bitch sleeps naked." And yeah. then, as soon as they showed it, I told my wife, "I was like, oh look, obligatory obligatory shot of a woman sleeping in bed, not using a comforter, but only using a sheet because it clings to yeah. her body better." So that's exactly. typical for that era. Like there was typical a ton Joel of movies that Schumacher, would do that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. And with I'm her just, windows open, from personal experience, that's never happened to me. No. <laughs> And so Batman makes the booty call, and he gets turned down, and he smiles because he realizes she likes his Bruce Wayne and not Batman. But then she also realizes, too, at some point that Bruce is Batman. So. When she kisses him, I was waiting for her to back up and then cover up his eyes with her face, or with her hand, I mean. <laughs> that would have been good. Just be like, ah, I get it. Awesome stuff. So that wraps up Batman Forever. We're doing Batman and Robin next week. Should be fun. That movie is loaded. I'll just tell you right now, that movie is loaded with people in it. Um, uh, it's absurd. But, um, but uh, yeah, so here we go, man. we got one more movie, and then we'll decide what we're going to do afterwards. I think we already had... I think you may have mentioned the movie already before. That wasn't a, that wasn't uh, the assignment. I can't remember what it was. Um, what We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows, yes. So we'll be watching that movie after Batman. Um, after Batman and Robin. All right, so uh, Jeremy, where can uh, the people, where can the geeks find us at? Um, at the official Batman and Robin fan site. That's where you can <laughs> the message board. Well, the message boards, <laughs> the Reddit for. Um, no, you can find uh, you can find me at, at jvader82 on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv/gofogaming. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me, Mateo83, on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to check out the GoFo on GoFo Podcast on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash GoFo Podcast. Check us out there, guys. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the link. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, once we start getting Patreon, Patreons right now, it's $1.99. You get uh, automatically mentioned as a producer. You'll be credited as a producer if you join for the show. Um, and if we get more... And we can actually add more tiers to it. Then we'll start maybe possibly releasing the show early to Patreon-only members. I think that's going to be one of the first things we do do is release yep. it early to Patreon members. And have you guys be um, first up. You guys get first dibs on uh, show topics and show questions and even ideas for movies for us to watch. Which I think would be a lot of fun for uh, people if they join Patreon to be able to force us to watch a movie that they decide. Hey, we'll have like a Discord so opened up for Patreon members too. Yeah, so we already do have that, I think, in the but it's not open fully, but we do have one there. So Jeremy's been on it, man. He's been working on it. Um, the Patreon's still there. Um, check us out there. And holy rusted metal, Batman. <laughs> Laters, geeks. The Geek Out Freak Out Podcast is produced and edited by Matt Salgado and Jeremy Holman. Special thanks to Rock My Bit for the theme song. <laughs>